The Holy Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, O Lord. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails, and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus said, Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. How is it that one can come to believe in, in one whom they have not seen? How is it that we can be blessed as Jesus describes this blessedness? St. Paul asks that question in Romans. He says, how are they to call on the name of the Lord if they don't know who he is? And how are they to know who he is if no one has gone forth to share that word. Well, Jesus has taken care of it all. Jesus, on this Easter evening, on that first Easter evening, appeared to his disciples and he said to them, Peace be with you. And then he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. 
And he, having been sent by God, now sends them out to share that peace, that peace that we have with God with all whom we meet, to declare emphatically the peace of God with all of humanity. We have peace with God through Jesus Christ. By his death on the cross, by his rising from the dead, we have peace. And so the disciples are sent. They are sent to forgive sins, to proclaim it to all whom they meet. And Jesus says, Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Now, so far in this gospel story, that number of people who have believed without seeing, zero. <laughs> if you back all the way up to the very beginning of the chapter uh, of, uh, of chapter 20, the chapter that proclaims the resurrection, Mary Magdalene is the very first person to witness with her very own eyes the resurrection. But it is with her own eyes that, sees, that she sees Jesus. And it's only after having seen him and touched him and heard his voice that she then goes believing and shares this good news with the disciples. But as we heard at the very beginning of our gospel lesson today, those disciples, having heard this news from Mary, remained locked in that room where they were gathered for fear of the Jews. It wasn't until Jesus came and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you, and showed him, showed his hands and his feet and his side, that having seen him then, they rejoiced in their believing. And so why we single out poor Thomas as being the doubter in the group, I don't know. Because Thomas is just doing what everybody else had done. Thomas hadn't yet seen the Lord alive with his very own eyes. And so, like everyone else, he remained unbelieving. And, you know, lest we, uh, you, know, uh, you know, give too much fault to him, remember, Thomas had great faith. It was just a couple weeks ago that we heard how uh, when Jesus was planning to go to Jerusalem to go to the funeral and end the funeral of Lazarus, that the disciples were saying, no, don't go. Remember, they want to kill you there. And Jesus says, no, we're going. And Thomas says, well, let us go with him that we may die with him. He loved his Lord Jesus. He was willing to lay down his life for him, or so he thought. And of course, with all the rest of the disciples, when push came to shove, when the moment of truth came, he, he ran away. 
And yet he continued to gather with them. And so Thomas is a full-fledged disciple. And like everybody else, he loves his Lord and is grieved over his death until with his eyes he sees. He said that he wouldn't believe until he had touched Jesus, but there's no account in the gospel that he actually went through with it. Jesus offers to Thomas, here, see the mark of the nails in my hands, my feet, see the side opened by the spear. Go ahead and put your hand in it like you said. But Thomas's response is the most full-throated confession of who Jesus is in the entire gospel. Let's remember him for that. He falls at Jesus' feet and says, My Lord and my God. Having seen, he now believes. But Jesus says, Blessed are those who have not seen and yet are believing. Now again, that's, who is that? It's nobody in that story. Now, Jesus takes the occasion of Thomas's unbelief as a point of illustration because Thomas had heard the witness of all of his brother disciples. And all of those brother disciples had heard the witness of that first eyewitness, Mary Magdalene. And Jesus says, it's not seeing that is believing, it's hearing that is believing. So it is that St. Paul in that same passage where he talks about how is it that they will call on the name of the Lord and how is it that they will believe Well, the Lord has sent people with the message to hear it. And St. Paul says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. Christ's word has gone out, starting with Mary Magdalene and then the other disciples and then including Thomas, starting, as we say each week in our memory verse, in Jerusalem, then in Judea and Samaria, to the ends of the earth, even all the way to Stony Ridge, Ohio. And online, wherever you are today, the word of Christ has come to your ears, And God, through the Holy Spirit, with his word, has created faith in you such that you have heard. And even though you have not seen him with your eyes, you believe. And Jesus says, blessed are you. Blessed are you. Thanks be to God who works this faith in us so that we, having not seen, believe. You heard it in 
the first the letter from first peter today as peter writes although you have not seen him you love him and even though you do not see him now you believe in him and rejoice with an indescribable and glorious joy. For you are receiving the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. That's what God is about here this morning, saving souls, yours and mine. And he's doing that through the hearing of his word, and faith that he creates and stirs up in us such that we latch on to his word. And like the wise man who built his house on the rock, we build our lives on it. John concludes that wonderful chapter on the resurrection with those wonderful words that we've heard already twice this morning in the children's message and just moments ago, but we're going to hear him a third time. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing, you may have life in his name. Brothers and sisters, this book is such a gift to us. It contains the very words of life. So it is that in the gospel acclamation we say, Lord, to whom shall we go? Echoing Peter. Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Hallelujah. He speaks his word to us so that we might hear and believe, and believing have life in his name, life for eternity, and life right now, in the here and now. We're not saved just so that one day, long from now, we can be in heaven with God, though thanks be to God, that is our future. We are saved for today, so that we, blessed as we are through believing that Jesus is the Messiah, may be a blessing to our neighbors. And so while Jesus sends out the disciples saying, as the Father sent me, so I send you, that was our memory verse from a few years ago. So it is that he says to you, I send you. He sends us to be his witnesses in Stony Ridge, in Wood County, in Northwest Ohio, to the ends of the earth. And you are his witnesses. Wherever you go, you are a living, breathing witness of one who has not seen with your own eyes, but has heard his word. And you've built your life on it. It's everything for us. It's everything 
for anyone you will ever meet. May God bless you in your believing. And may he bless your witness so that others who have not seen may hear and believe and believing have life in Jesus' name. Amen.